Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. Rabbi. There are four women in Tanakh who were known to be barren and then later gave birth. Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Hannah. Each of them ultimately gave birth after some process in which longing and prayers were happening. And one could certainly ask, why didn't God just make it that they could have children to begin with? And the answer that's given, which is a difficult answer, is that God is mit aveh. God wants, desires, longs for the prayers of the righteous. And therefore, if these righteous women had what they wanted from the outset, then God would have been denied the thing that God wanted, which is these prayers. If you take this framework further, you're led to look at the circumstances in which you find yourself as being a stage that is set in order to bring about something deeper. It is what we call chitzoni. It is an external representation, configuration, that is designed to evoke something inner inside of you. And this would apply to pretty much every factor in a person's life. And it seems to skew a little bit more towards difficulty, towards struggle, towards suffering and pain and lack, that when a person finds themselves with those experiences, though the tendency and the temptation might be to shut down, it might be to complain, really, in this particular understanding, all those things are prerequisites for what is supposed to come after, which is deep prayer, deep longing. And in that sense, the pain, the difficulty, the challenge, the struggle, the suffering are seen as means to an end, where the real end, what it is that Hashem wants, is the crying out, is the prayer, is the longing for Hashem. And Hashem provides certain people with these difficulties and these challenges as a sort of prerequisite that evokes from them what it is that Hashem actually wants. So in this sense, it's not that, God forbid, Hashem wants anyone to suffer. Rather, Hashem wants people to pray, to open their hearts, to have longing, to reach out, to connect to Hashem. And sometimes people connect more deeply and more genuinely and authentically when they experience that sense of need and lack and struggle. So what if a person doesn't experience need and lack and struggle and strain and suffering? Is that person to assume that God does not wish to have their prayers and their longing? I would suggest that Hashem wants and longs for the deep expression of reaching out from everybody. And there are different kinds of prompts 
or instigations or invitations towards that. And in this sense, though, it's easier when a person struggles to sense a need to reach out. It's easier for that person to sense that there's something that they need to cry out about. As opposed to someone who has what they see to be a certain fullness that doesn't require them to reach out and doesn't require them to cry out. But I would suggest that Hashem wants the same amount of spiritual movement from all people. Hashem wants the same amount of spiritual energy to be expressed, to be brought into the world, regardless of whether your world seems to be one in which you have everything that you need or whether your world is something in which you feel some lack and some struggle and some distance in your life. Either way, Hashem wants a certain amount of movement, of spiritual energy. And it's a person's job to figure out the way that they would be expressing, or I'm calling it burning, spiritual energy through the particular configuration that they have and that they were given. Prayer feels like an obvious one. I articulate what it is that I don't have. I cry out. But how do I do that from a place of abundance and a place of fullness? How do I express that same amount of spiritual intensity if I have abundance and fullness? I would suggest that that would be expressed through giving and sharing that abundance with others. Somehow, through that giving and that sharing and that connection, and that compassion, and that empathy, and that awareness. All of those are means by which I can express this deep spiritual energy that I want to get out into the world. The question of what it would take for me to express through empathy, compassion, connection, awareness, etc., the same amount of spiritual movement and intensity that I would express through struggle, through lack, through need. That is a truly incredible question. In a sense, it involves an ability to understand how different types of practice, of movement, of spiritual movement, of giving, of opening, how different types of movement in those ways can result in the same kind of spiritual energy being expressed. How can I express as much spiritual energy through giving as you would through praying for your lax? How can I express the same amount of spiritual energy from giving because I feel abundance and plenty in my life? How can I express the same amount of spiritual energy through giving that you who feel lack and feel struggle and feel that something is missing in your life, how can we both express the same spiritual energy or amount of spiritual energy through these different approaches and these different setups, as it were? I believe one of the answers involves grit. Literally, how much friction is created by this? I feel the friction. I feel the heat and the intensity that comes when I'm praying 
for something I don't have that I really need, that I believe in prayer and I believe that Hashem wants to hear from me and I believe that Hashem is listening and I believe that Hashem is compassionate. And I, I bring up my real emotions and I, I really find the places in myself that hurt and I express them in the best and most sincere way that I can. There's a certain amount of intensity and, and fire and heat that's generated from that process. How do we make sure that our giving is also characterized by that sense of heat, that same intensity and passion? One thing we can say for sure is that simply giving, simply writing a check, and certainly simply writing a check that doesn't feel like it affects our bottom line, that doesn't seem to generate that amount of heat. Not to say that the only way for this heat to be generated is if the amount that is given is an amount that would affect our bottom line enough to be noticeable. The Gemara doesn't seem to feel that way. The Gemara says that a person who gives in Baba Batra on page 9b, the Talmud says that a person who gives a small coin to a poor person is blessed with six blessings, and a person who is mefayaso bidvarim, who calms them and soothes the person with their words, is blessed with 11 blessings. Here is a place in which there's a certain amount of grit, a certain amount of friction and interaction. When I speak to this person who's feeling left out of the world, who's feeling shirked, feeling denied, feeling frustrated and lacking, and I speak to that person and I offer them consolation to the point where they feel peace, where they feel at peace a little bit, they feel calmed a little bit by that. That person who's able to do that gains 11 blessings and not six. Not to say that the reason I should do this is in order to get more blessings, but I believe the blessings reflect the reality that it's harder work to do this. It's harder work to give in that way, not just to be gone, not just to abscond, but to be engaged with people who are in need, to give in a place where not that I only feel my own lack from having given, but I feel the lack that is present in the world, and I put myself into that place. That is a place in which we can generate that kind of friction, that kind of heat. Either way, if we were to look at the world in reverse and imagine Hashem saying to us, listen, I don't care what your starting point is. I don't care if you're starting from abundance, or if you're starting from lack, what I'm wanting from you is this level of intensity. I want to see 40 spiritual energy points generated by you from the position that you are, and it's your job to figure it out. In that sense, it seems it would be easier to generate that intensity, that realness, that desire, that reaching out to Hashem from a place of lack than it would be from a place of abundance and a place of fulfillment. And in that sense, we find the idea that it may be spiritually more difficult to have abundance than it would be to have lack because it's harder to get there. It's easier to escape. It's easier to look the other way. It's easier to not feel it to not feel the lack, to not feel the pain and the struggle and the difficulty in the world. And a person would have to make extra effort in order to bring themselves into contact with the situation in such a way that it would compel them 
to move, to try, to reach, to work enough to generate that same level of intensity, of feeling, of pathos. It's interesting when you look at the story of Hannah, for example. Hannah, who's the mother of Shmuel, the prophet, the one who anoints Shaul, the king, and also David HaMelech, also King David. Hannah is one of two wives of Elkanah, and the other wife's name is Penina. And Penina has many children, and Hannah has no children. And rather than seeing her own abundance as a different kind of challenge to which she must respond with compassion and love, Penina, the wife who has many children, offers only scorn for Hannah. In fact, in chapter 1, verse 6 of the book of Shmuel, we find that Penina made fun of Hannah for not having children and taunted her, saying that God had closed her womb and was therefore punishing her. You can imagine that she failed this particular test of abundance. It's difficult to do so. It's much easier to get lulled into a sense that I have this because I deserve it, or it's simply the way it is, and Hashem just wants me to have this. It's much harder to break through that level and that layer of misperception to a point where I can say, wow, Hashem has given me this challenge of abundance, this challenge of having, this challenge of not feeling that lack, and yet I'm still called upon to generate that same amount of spiritual movement, of spiritual reaching out, of heat, of passion, of intensity, of growing and reaching. May Hashem help me. May Hashem help us all to do the work we can and must do, both in the places of lack and also in the places of abundance in which we are fortunate enough to find ourselves. Amen.